Hi friends, and welcome to Live Well with Emily, a podcast where we talk about all things yoga, Ayurveda, mindful living, and holistic wellness. My goal is to inspire and empower you to cultivate a deep sense of connection with yourself and give you the tools necessary to live a more balanced, healthy, peaceful life. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hey guys! Okay, so this is the final episode of the three-part mini-series on how to balance the dosha, and today we are looking at vata dosha. So, here are some common signs of a vata imbalance. You are often anxious, jumpy, worried, or restless, um, constipation, bloating, gas, your skin is very dry, your hair is very dry, Um, you feel mentally scattered, unfocused, or spacey, you struggle staying still, both mentally and physically, Uh, you're experiencing excess weight loss, perhaps even without trying, or maybe you eat a lot and you still just can't really gain any weight, Uh, you're experiencing pain in the joints or nerves or muscles, your joints crack a lot when you move, You feel cold most of the time, especially your hands and feet. You become lightheaded or dizzy easily. Okay, so if you checked off any of those signs, you might have a vata imbalance brewing. But not to worry, because I have some simple Ayurvedic practices and tips to incorporate into your life to get your vata in check and experience greater health, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So... Let's look at food first. If we want to balance our vata, the best place to start is always the food. Food is medicine. To pacify your excess vata, you need to eat more grounding, warming, hearty foods that are sweet, sour, and salty. Okay, so we want to nourish and ground vata qualities. So vata does well with root vegetables. Think potatoes and carrots, yams, beets parsnips, etc. Leafy greens, just make sure that they're cooked and, you know, cook them with oils and butter and salt and, you know, maybe even a little bit of garlic if that feels okay on the belly. Um, Some grains are, okay, so there are certain grains that are really great for vata, including oats, rice, Quinoa, millet, wheat, those are all really great for vata. I personally love doing oats and rice, and I pretty much stick with those mainly for people um, because they tend to do well with just about everyone. Okay, so for legumes and beans, this is kind of debatable depending on who you talk to. But in my experience, for the most part, beans have been extremely healing and detoxifying. If you have ever heard of Karen Hurd or the Bean Queen, she's pretty amazing and super intelligent, and she's all about eating beans. She has a ton of awesome courses and stuff, too. Um, I think her website is just like karenherd.com or something like that. Um, she's really cool. She's been on some great podcasts and stuff too. And she is all about eating beans and how they've healed so many people. Um, so yeah, so beans are good for Vata. I would say mung beans are going to be one of the best, um, in Ayurveda literature. It's like said, that mung beans are tridoshic, meaning that they balance all of the doshas. They tend to be the sattvic bean, right? 
um, meaning that they're really, really good for all of us. So mung beans, lentils, you can try chickpeas or black beans um, and just see how you feel. You definitely want to make sure that you're cooking again, like I said, with the leafy greens. You want to be doing um, cooking with a lot of oils, healthy fats, lots of spices to help aid digestion. Nuts and seeds, all are awesome for vata dosha. Oils and fats, so avocado, oil, almond, sesame, flaxseed, butter, ghee, all are so great for vata's dry nature. Dairy, if you're not vegan, then I recommend doing raw cow milk or goat milk from a local, humane, and trustworthy farm. That goes for animal products too. If you eat animal, like if you eat meat, try to get your meat from a really clean, healthy, organic, local source, somewhere where you can really trust. Um, But dairy is really great and animal protein is great for vata too. It's very grounding and nourishing. So um, raw cow milk, you can heat it up on the stove, get it a little bit warm and maybe even spice it with some cardamom or some ginger or cinnamon and drink that. And then for spices, um, all spices are pretty great for vata, especially cinnamon, ginger, clove, like a chai sort of blend is good. Salt, pepper, garlic, you know, you just don't want to do the super spicy things like cayenne and hot peppers or hot mustards. Um, those are good for kapha dosha, but for, for vata, it can be a little too drying, um, the pungent taste is pretty drying. So we want to stay away from too spicy, but warming and like a little like, like sweet and spicy is good. Okay. Um, and then for like sugar and sweet stuff, we want to do, you know, sweet fruits and then natural sugars like honey is really great. Honey and molasses. Also, um, dates like date sugar. That's good for Vata as well. So like I said earlier, vata is very light and dry and cold. So you want to have most of your foods be like soups and stews and warm salads, warm cereals. You know, you want moist, nourishing, heavier foods. Um, When vata goes off track, the number one thing to do is look at your diet. Where can you warm up your meals, right? So if you have a vata imbalance and you're eating a lot of raw veggies or salads um, or like cold smoothies, we want to try to start working to cut that out and focus on warm things. How can you make your meals fuller and moister and um, more nourishing? Like, can you add spices that generate heat and give you that healthy um, comfort food vibe? Okay, so once you've incorporated some or all of the foods above, you want to move on to lifestyle practices. So here are just a few simple ideas that you can start adding to your days if you don't already do them. Slow walks in nature, preferably when the sun is out, even if it's just a 15 or 30 minute walk, that's enough. But getting outside, getting in the sun, taking easy, slow walks is going to be really great for vata dosha. Gentle yoga practices is also going to be really great for vata. So there's no need to go over 60 minutes. Um, 
unless you're feeling really good and you want to do like a 90 minute practice or something, that's fine. But even 15 minutes is great. Like just get your body moving a little bit, get, you know, get into the breath and stretch the hips and focus on some compression of the, um, of the hips and the pelvic floor, things like that are going to be really great for Vata. Hot Epsom salt baths. You can consider adding a bath tea that uses grounding, relaxing herbs like lavender or chamomile. Um, that's going to be really great for Vata dosha. So like the salt and the herbs in the hot water. So good. Abhyanga. This is the Ayurvedic oil massage, a self-oil massage, where you massage yourself daily with oil. So the best oils for vata dosha are going to be sesame or sweet almond oil. You could also try jojoba oil. That's a great oil that can really go for any dosha. Um, But definitely sweet almond or sesame. Those are very grounding, which vata, you know, does really well with. So for vata dosha, we want to start from the head and then move the massage down all the way to the toes. If you don't want to massage your head and your hair and your face, that's fine. You can, you can start at the neck and go down. Well, you still want to massage the head and the face, but you don't need to put the oil in if you don't want to. You can start the oil at your ears and neck. That's fine. But for Vata Dosha, doing like a daily oil massage is going to be really beneficial. So ideally what we do is we're going to heat up that oil so you can put your oil in like a little glass jar and then heat up some water on the stove in a pot and then once the water is warm you can set the jar of oil inside of the water and let it just sit there for like five minutes and then when that's done the oil will be warm and you can use that oil the warm oil massage the whole body spend some good time on it you know like like really get into your muscles and your joints pay attention to where the body really wants the massage and and give yourself some love with that. Um, And then once you've done the whole body, you want to keep the oil on your body for anywhere from five to 30 minutes really is good. Um, And then after that, go sit in your bath. So do your Epsom salt bath after you put the oil on. So this is going to um, take the oil further into the body, right? By opening up the pores and um, sinking that oil deeper into the tissues so it becomes really nourishing for the whole body and mind. In Ayurveda, um, oil is directly related to self-love or self-compassion. So doing things like oil massages or adding more oils into your meals and cooking with more oils or having, you know, aromatherapy like essential oils in your daily practice, those are really going to help you Uh, balance out the vata dosha and give yourself that extra self-love and self-care practice that we all really need. Okay, and then routines. So for vata dosha, vata tends to be very irregular, right? Um, Whether that's with our digestion, you know, vata people tend to 
have very irregular digestion or an appetite, you know, like one day they're super hungry and then the next day they're like, well, I don't really need to eat anything today. I'm not feeling hungry or like they forget to eat because they are so busy with their projects or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so creating a routine is really, really important. Try to wake up at the same time every day. And for a Vata person, that is ideally, you know, no later than like rise with the sun, if not before the sun, right? Um, and then go to sleep at the same time every night. Ideally, we're sleeping before 10 p.m. That's important. Um, 10 p.m. is when pitta dosha starts to rise again. And when pitta dosha is rising at nighttime like that, it's really, it's a very productive time, but that productivity should really be focused on the body and taking care of, you know, healing the body, going through the sensory impressions that happened that day and really digesting everything that, that the body took in. So we want to be asleep before 10 PM. So maybe you can do fall asleep before 10, wake up around six or before six. If it's winter, then maybe you, you know, you wake up with the sun at seven or six thirty, or you know, just a little before the sun at six thirty or whatever. Um, yeah, and then try to make your meal times also the same time every day, so you're generating some stability for your body and your mind. This is important too. So. Um, ideally your lunch is going to be the biggest meal of the day. It's between 10 AM and 2 PM. Uh, breakfast is obviously before that. So like if you can have your breakfast around seven, that's good. Ideally after like a yoga practice or your, whatever your spiritual sadhana is in the morning, eating after that is good. And then dinner ideally is no later than six, uh, six 30, you know, is okay too. So there's that. If you can stick with that, that would be great. And then you want to stay hydrated. So vata tends to be very dry. So you want to drink lots and lots of warm water. You can do water with lemon or ginger, hot tea, herbal infusions, or soleil water. These are really great options for, um, for vata, you could even add some coconut oil or some ghee into your hot tea or your hot water to add some lubrication, right? Get some more, some more oils in that body of yours. Okay, and then we have some pranayama practices. These are breathing exercises. Um, and for vata, we want to focus on deep, grounding, balancing breaths. So focusing on like alternative nostril breathing is a great option for vata. Um, occasionally adding in a solar pranayama practice could be beneficial. Um, and like I said in the first two episodes of this little mini series, um, I will be posting and making some pranayama videos for each dosha on my YouTube. So stay tuned for that. I'll keep you updated on that. Um, and then meditate, meditate every single day if you can, or at least three times a week. Um, even five minutes of stillness in the morning or at night is effective, okay? So even if you don't even get out of bed, right? Maybe you just sit up in bed, you close your eyes, and you do a little body scan from the head down to the toes and just feel the body. Or maybe you just take five full deep breaths, 
right? Feeling the body, slowing the breath down. If that's all you have time for or patience for in the beginning, then that's totally fine. Do that. As you continue to practice, you'll build up some you know, resilience to the sitting still, and you'll be able to practice for 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day. Okay. Sleep. Like I said, you want to try to be in bed before 10 PM and you want to get eight hours of sleep every night. Okay. And if you're tired, you need to take a nap. See if you can find time to take a nap when you get tired. Vata needs good rest. So however that looks for you, Remember, we're finding a routine here. So you want to be in bed at the same time every night. You want to try to wake up at the same time every day, even on the days that you don't have to work if you can. If you want to sleep in for like an hour or whatever, then, you know, that's fine. We're not, we're not crazy over here. <laughs> okay. Um, so eating your meals slowly with people you love in a space that you feel at peace in. So make your eating environment as ideal as possible. Eating should be a joyful, pleasant, social experience, um, even a meditative experience. So when you're cooking the food, you're meditating on the food, you're present with the food, you're feeling the food. And Ayurveda, um, the first stages of digestion are actually when you're in the kitchen, like chopping and you hear the sizzling of the pan and you smell the aroma of the spices that you're using. That is all the beginning stages of digestion. So you want to be present and focused with your food from the chopping all the way to the eating, right? Um, Yeah, and this is going to really help the body absorb the nutrients better and keep your digestion stronger. So eating at the same time every day and staying really present with your food, eating in a joyful way that is celebrating the abundance in front of you, the nourishment in front of you. Uh, Scrape your tongue every day. I put this on every single um, episode. of these dosha balancing practices because it is so important and we all need to do it. This is the number one thing I tell all of my clients to do is every morning before eating or drinking anything, scrape your tongue. It will remove the toxins that have built up overnight as you slept and this will also aid in proper digestion, cleaner breath, it keeps the body healthier in general. And it even improves the efficiency of your taste buds, so you'll be able to taste your food better. Um, And it also, like I've said before, it really does give you, uh, you know, it, it, it purifies, it helps to purify the body to do this regularly and detox the body. Um, Okay, so if you don't have a tongue scraper, you got to get one. You can even use a spoon if you don't have one yet and you're like waiting to go to the store or to for it to arrive in the mail or whatever, um, use a spoon until then. Okay. All right. Remove all refined sugar and highly processed foods from your diet. So instead stick to whole primarily plant-based foods, ideally from a local farm. This is huge for becoming truly healthy and feeling good in your body. There's a lot of evidence and studies that show how, you know, eating foods that come from the earth help not only to like, you know, balance out your gut health, um, but it also helps with vata imbalances of anxiety and depression, 
um, and things like that. Like eating real whole foods that grow from the earth is going to help balance out and ground your vata dosha. But that's good for all of the doshas, obviously. (laughs) Okay, Um, so my recommendation is to take at least three to five of these lifestyle practices and implement them as soon as you can. You can write down the ones that you're choosing and then schedule them into your week and do your best to keep up with this new routine, right? Vata, it can be hard for vatas to, you know, find that routine and stick to it. Do your best to at least stick to, you know, I'm going to eat every day at this time of day. I'm going to go to sleep every night at this time. If that's too hard, maybe at least I'm going to wake up at this time every every morning or whatever. Um, and definitely work on the foods. So like I said earlier, you start with the food, try to get those warming, moist, nourishing foods. And then once you feel like the diet is becoming simpler and you know you're implementing it well then start to move on to the other parts start you know scraping your tongue and doing your meditation practice taking your walks in nature and so on and so forth okay so that is balancing vata dosha again this is just um a very simple basic idea. There's obviously much more that we can do and everybody has their own imbalances going on. So if you want more personal specific guidance for what you have going on, then we can schedule a, um, a consultation, have a meeting and discuss what's going to work best for you and dig deeper into your own personal needs, um, or find another local Ayurveda practitioner to work with too. So yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me. I'll put my contact info in the show notes and I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'll be back next week with some more goodies for you. Okay. Bye.